He's in no condition to preach or teach. He's drunk and he's high. All the time. Whew. Says the world. Whoa. You can only really preach and teach when you're drunk and high. On the blood and on the oil. Do not harm the wine and oil. But the wine and oil will harm you. Harm your ego, called the mark of Cain, mark of a beast. All that pride in there when he, every day I'll say something and they'll apply it to themselves and take it personally and manifest on me every single day. Every, it's just, you don't, I don't even explain it anymore. I mean, it's just so often that you deal with an uncrucified soul that's like really sensitive, you know? You met people like that before? You know, pretending to be Christian, but are actually not? Oh, who, who are you judge? Anyone that's not crucified at the place of the skull is not a real Christian. I'm not saying you're not saved. That's between you and God. You're just not an anointed one. You haven't entered the kingdom. Your head is still submitted to the black throne of Satan because you're clinging and retaining the control of your life, and that's why you're insecure all the time. They always apply it and take it personally like it's about them. It's the ego, it's the mark of Cain, the mark of the beast. That you're still in there trying to control your life, but you're in covenant with demons. And it's like everyone that's got the mark of Jesus Christ on their forehead can see those who have the mark of Cain on their forehead. You're only fooling yourselves. You're only killing yourselves. It's like Everyone in the kingdom of heaven can see it plain as day. Now, I know there's a lot of fake people who can't see it, and there used to be around fake people. But more and more real people are growing up and just being like, letting it burn. Letting the old man burn. <laughs> letting Babylon the Great burn out of their hearts and, and brains. They've just come to the end of themselves, and there's nothing else here on earth. You could search the world for a thousand lifetimes and find nothing except Christ and Him crucified. There's nothing else here. Everything else is a mirage, an illusion. Even your family unit is a total lie apart from being crucified to death with Christ at the place of your soul, called the skull. And most people are living that lie. You know what it says about those people in the book of Revelation? Those who love living the lie. What's the lie? Living in the soul. <laughs> Not being crucified with Christ, but saying they are. Calling themselves Christians. Trying to look good in front of others. They got all the right type and all the right language. They've learned the culture of heaven, but there's no inward transformation. That's like a lot of you listening right now. Truth anyhow. <laughs> Ouch. Eek! Sure, I love you. I need you to get real. <laughs> Most of you are totally fake. Surface level Christians, not crucified at the place of the skull, insecure, prideful, and still, in fact, having the mark of Cain on your forehead. Oh, I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. Dare you? you know, and then they'll manifest this manipulation, insecurity, all this garbage, and always prove me right every day by everything that comes out of their demon-possessed souls. You know, your soul will continue to be demon-possessed. We could cast these demons out of you 
and more would enter the next day. This Queen of Heaven has got the Whore of Babylon completely bewitched, thinking that there's some solution for your problems in the externalism, in the soul realm. There's not. There's no solution for the soul realm except crucifixion unto death with love, joy, and peace called Christ. Oh, I thought it'd be something painful. I thought it'd be something like beat me up. It's not. That's the religious demon you've been serving in the soul realm and why you always feel like you need to pretend to put on a performance for people. This performance thing's everywhere, you guys. This performance religious spirit. The mark of Cain is a performer. Did he not perform in front of God? Look at my sacrifice! You know, God rejected a sacrifice because it was a soulish performance. Abel offered a sacrifice from his heart. Cain offered a sacrifice from his soul. The mark of Cain is being soulish, people. And most of you are marks of Cain. Most of you. I know you say you're not, but you actually are. Holy Ghost. That doesn't mean you're hated. That means you're loved so much that someone actually tells you the truth so you can have breakthrough. And every breakthrough is by the cross of Christ crucified in your heart and in your mind to death. To death. You're not going to make it. You're not. Just get over it. Get over your fear of death. Get over your fear of protecting yourself. Get over your fear of having enough money and stuff and junk in the natural dimension. These people are so foolish. Just get over it. Get over yourself. Get over your flesh. Get over that whole false identity and the appearance and the knowledge that you built up on the shifting sands of your soul. Get over yourself and get into Christ. You know what? He can do 6,000 years work in like 20 minutes. I mean, that's how this great awakening is going to pop in the nations. God's been wanting to do it, but we've resisted the Holy Spirit for 6,000 years. I haven't. You have. Don't be a liar. Don't lie to the Holy Spirit like Ananias and Sapphira. You've resisted the Holy Spirit. There's barely any obedience in any of you. I tell you the truth, the rarest thing I've ever seen is someone who's actually crucified with Christ. You know, we all talk about it, they preach it, you know, it's sound doctrine, but who actually walks in it so that they're living the life of the Father, called walking with the Father in the coolness of the day, and not an animal in the brain. You know, we know we're supposed to be like Jesus, but we still try to do it in your soul, you're a mark of Cain. You're not even a real Christian. You're a total pretender, a total fake, and that's what most of you are. It's true. Most. Most of the people hanging around Rutherford Ministries that know that we're telling you the truth every day, you haven't actually been crucified with Christ. You're just hanging around people that have been because you know it's the truth. Now it's time for you to die. Time for you to die. And it's the best thing that could ever happen. You're going to die to lust. You're going to die to pride. You're going to die to your secret sin. You're going to die to performance. You're going to die to your sickness and disease. I mean, he was crucified to death. You need to know that. He died. That's the only forgiveness of all the crap in your skulls. Crucified. 
right? And then all that remains, once you're crucified in your bones, crucified in your blood, and crucified in your air, all that remains is heaven. You're crucified unto heaven on earth. See, the demons have us so bewitched, and the fallen angels have us so lied to through externalism, that we're scared to actually become real Christians. We're scared to lose our sinful nature. We're holding on to a corpse. We're like four days dead like Lazarus, and we're covered in grave clothes. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Covered in grave clothes. The whore of Babylon covered in the queen of heaven called Jezebel. (laughs) Witchcraft. Externalism. That's all the dragon's tale that's in these people's skulls. And when I get around them every day walking in Christ crucified, they squirm in their spinal cords and their heads go like this. What is that? That's the mark of Cain. That's a serpent in the garden. Huh. You ever see that? You ever see someone walk in Christ crucified and you get around people and their necks start popping like that and their spinal cord starts slithering like a serpent? That's someone submitted to the serpent in the garden called the mark of Cain. That's someone submitted to the black throne of Satan and the goat head of Egypt that's got all the Christians bewitched. And if it doesn't have you bewitched, wonderful. You're a minority of a minority of a minority, a remnant of a remnant of a remnant. I mean, that's really special. Hallelujah. Now help get everyone unbewitched, undone, (laughs) unburied, raised from the dead. Amen. That's your job. You come alive, you get everyone else alive. You come out of the matrix, you pull everyone out of the matrix. You dissolve the matrix of the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. It'll be like a growing cluster anointing. And it will get so strong that no witchcraft can be in any skull, any soul worldwide. Some of you are going to walk in 10,000 mile radius anointings. Sonship, sitting on a white throne. Judgment's easy peasy, it's true. You just sit. You just sit, boy, and you sit, girl. Amen. Because that's your flesh that wants to get up and do something. Got to be seen by men. Have to hold this appearance that I look Christian. You know, people pleasing demons. You just sit, boy, and you sit, girl. Because, yeah, it is a dog nature. The flesh is a dog. I mean, you need to train the flesh. The Apostle Paul says, I buffet my body. I mean, buffet my body. Holy Ghost. (laughs) I bring it into submission. I crucify my carnal members. And it's not painful. It's not masochistic. This isn't, you know, like the Dark Ages where they'd, you know, cut themselves. <laughs> Some of these people were so sick, they'd castrate themselves just like it says in the Bible. I wish you'd go all the way beyond circumcision and castrate yourself. Paul, you bloody man. Can you see Miriam talking to Moses? Miriam talking to the Apostle Paul. Paul, you're a bloody man. How dare you tell them to cut off their penis in the Bible? Wow. 
The Bible's rated R. It's not PG like they want you to believe in the Queen of Heaven's Sunday Star Day abomination service. It's not a G book. If you read the New Testament, that's at least R, more like NC-17. Truth anyhow, and just deal with reality. People live in a fantasy land of nonsense garbage. People have their whole mind in this religious demon's bunghole, and they're going around here trying to look the part and not be the part. It's true. Most of you are submitted to demons and not Jesus Christ. I will say I'm submitted to Jesus Christ, but I look and it's like, it's soulish. Jesus Christ was crucified at the place of the skull. You dishonor his blood sacrifice when you live in the soul. You're honoring demons when you live in the soul. That's the mark of Cain, living soulishly. The mark of Christ is Christ in your spirit. And the hope of realizing the glory is the hope of having the curse of the fall being crucified with Christ out of your skull. Crucified with love, joy, and peace. Crucified to death, to self, and life unto Christ. Hardly any Christians live for Christ. There's still mixture. It's about me. It's about my family unit. How animal can you get? It's not about your family unit. It's about the kingdom. It's about the Father's family unit. You're not even a Christian if you're living for your family. Even the pagans live for their families. The sinners live for their families. How about this, Christians? The Muslims live for their families. You're not even different than Muslims. You're not even different than communists. It's true. We live for the family of the Father, not our little animal units with the same last name. How pagan can you get? You're fake Christians. It's true, and I love you, but you got to be set free from Cain. You're submitted to the devil. Some of you started out submitting to Christ. You got offended. You're like, well, this is going to actually cost me my heart and mind. I'm going to go live for myself and pretend like I'm a Christian. You're actually living for the devil. Many of you started out in the spirit and have finished in the flesh. Started out in the mark of Christ, finished in the mark of Cain. You'll be lucky if you get into heaven when you die. I tell you the truth. You'll be lucky. Saved by grace. I'm not the judge of that. The Father is. He's given all judgment to the Son. But I tell you the truth. Those that I've seen die who end with the mark of Cain. Some of them don't get into heaven. Some do. That's between you and the Lord Jesus. A lot of you know him much less than you think you do. This is what the Lord Jesus talks like. <laughs> with power and authority. Elijah and Moses. Read the Bible. How does he talk? Is it just this tender little gentle lamb? I just don't see it. I, I know that's what the horror Babylon likes, the nice gentle stuff, you know, the meow, the meow. But the Bible says only the Lion of Judah opens the seven seals. That's why you're not saved from Satan, saved from sickness, saved from hell, saved from sin. You're not saved from anything in the world because you got this witchcraft fake Jesus. You've been serving Jezebel and not Christ. It's true. I love you. So tell you the truth so the truth can set you free. What does the Bible say? The Lord Jesus rebukes those he loves. 
If people just pat your ego, stroke your mark of Cain, give you soulish ministry, those are sorcerers. Those are the sorcerers of Babylon. They're killing you by pleasing your soul. Okay? Christ doesn't please your soul. Christ pleases your spirit, and your spirit crucifies your soul to death. Has your soul been crucified with Christ to death? Are you still living a lie? He loves you so much that he doesn't want you to waste your life on the soul realm of shifting sands. You know why we're persecuted? Because we destroy everything that's built on shifting sands. Because we built on the solid rock. I've been building on my spirit for 19 years since the day I was born again. Hasn't been always at the same pace, but it's been always from my spirit. And we've been really, really accelerated for a long time, long time. 12 years, last three years have been woo, flying with the great white eagle. Just totally different level. People are saying the last two months were different. We've been going from glory to glory. Because you know the way of the Lord because He builds upon your spirit. The anointing builds upon your spirit. You know, people are dead and don't understand anything because they're still soulish. They'll be asking me questions that I just answered at yesterday's Joel's Bar. And you watched it five times and you couldn't hear one word of it because you're a mark of Cain. Be crucified at the place of the skull. Actually die to self and live to Christ and don't be fake. You'll hear every word from the Holy Spirit today. And the angels will work around your souls instead of demons. But if you're going to play games with God, you're going to be soulish, you're going to work in witchcraft, you're going to serve money instead of serving Christ, you'll never understand one word that comes from God. In fact, the words that come from God will be your destruction. They will be your death sentence. Oh, God doesn't kill people. Have you read 2 Corinthians chapter 2? The fragrance of Christ is life to the living, but death to the dying. Apostle Paul, you're so mean. So mean, Apostle Paul. Oh, if this message is death to you, you've already been dying because you've been soulish. If this message is life to you, some of you get so drunk off of this because you're alive. Because you're spiritually alive. Hallelujah. You're the living. God is the God of the living, of the spirit. Not the God of the dead, of the Cain soul realm, of Satan's angels. When will you repent? When will you return with all your soul to your spirit? Return to the high place. Is the spirit higher than the soul? Most of your souls aren't even like higher than 15 feet, even in witchcraft. I mean, it's just pitiful. If you're going to be cold, be ice cold. Be Dragonian. Become the next Cro Count Dracula. Don't be lukewarm. Seriously. I want to hear about you becoming Vladimir the Impaler. Get into the occult, become a Freemason, and get into the 33rd degree. But don't be lukewarm. Jesus Christ says, Amen! Because he'll spit you out of his mouth. Be ice cold if you're going to go that route. But this lukewarm, I mean, what are you doing in witchcraft? What are you doing in the wrong side of the garden? <laughs> Enter the spirit like little children. Hot is obviously better than cold. I don't want people to go the way of the reptiles, to go the way of the serpent, to go the way of the red dragon. 
No, we don't want anyone to perish. But if you're going to be lukewarm and you're going to mess around with secret sin, mess around with the mark of Cain, be, live soulishly, be a pretender, be a performer, and just be fake in the shifting sand, go all in to the devil, baby. I want to see you fly with Dracula and the bats. Amen. I would actually enjoy you more in that state. I'll sit down with warlocks and witches and sorcerers in Babylon the Great, for God has a, anointed me master of magicians in Babylon. That was the first album we released about ten years ago. <laughs> master of magicians. It's so easy, so effortless. That Daniel anointing always been in Christ. The great white cloud of all the mantles, of all the men and women that walk with God, is in Christ. He's the one like the Son of Man seated on the white cloud, Revelation 14, gold crown, sharp sickle. The grin reaper, always happy. Amen. And you got all the men and women of faith working with you in their angel form. Amen. Happy to do it. Happy. This is fun. So you got every single person you love in the Bible working in your spirit when you're spiritual, growing into full spiritual stature. Now, Jesus is already in full spiritual stature, and I know your spirit's growing in, up into Christ who is the head, but any time since you're an open portal of Christ, can His full spiritual stature come out of you? So, He's God of gods. That's what God of gods is in the book of Psalms. It is written. So, even if you're a one-day-old Christian and you're born of the Spirit, Satan might come around and it's like, this guy literally knows nothing. Like, he might not even know one scripture. But he's got an open portal there, and he's a believer. Look out. 33-year-old Jesus Christ come right through him and start annihilating the enemies of Christ. Just because he believes. He doesn't even know one scripture yet. But his spirit's wide open. No one has taught him doubt and unbelief yet. He hasn't been trained in buildings made by human hands to be soulish in the mark of Cain. Hasn't. He's just wide open. And so even though he's a one-day-old Christian, his spirit's wide open for the King of Glory to come through. Open wide, you ancient gates, and let the King of Glory come out. Because we're in the New Covenant. He's right here in your spirit. Let the King of Glory come out. And you know what's fun? It's not just one day old Christians around here, but we're going to have a lot of those soon. Great harvest. You got some people beginning to walk in Jesus Christ at age 30, 31, 32, and 33. And they're all different levels, and they're all fun levels. Every stage of realizing the glory and going from glory to glory and building on the solid rock of your spirit with favor and wisdom, grace upon grace is so fun, so enjoyable. If you're not having fun, you're in the soul realm, just repent to your spirit and start having fun again. Because this thing is enthralling every day. I've been on this path 19 years, the narrow path. There is not one day in 19 years that I haven't had fun. It has been fun. And I've dealt with hell every single day of it. But it's been so fun. This is awesome. I mean, the worst possible things that could ever happen have happened to me continuously for 19 years. Death and destruction. I mean, it's just, woo! <laughs> I mean, but you, 
The thing is, is you have so much of the kingdom in your spirit, it's like, how can I be laughing at my friends and family members' funerals? I mean, that's, I mean, so irreverent, but it's like, you don't know, man. I've overcome death. I'm, I'm trying to be sympathetic to you submitting to demons. I'm trying to really understand what it's like to continue on going after the flesh. I just can't remember what it's like anymore. I've been on this narrow path too long and he's just burned it all out of me. He's wiped the tears from my eyes. I've entered the joy prepared for me. Why? Because I've entered Jesus Christ. I've entered the kingdom of heaven. My problems are long gone. I don't even, I haven't worked on me in like 12 years. We're just letting him pour out of me and heal the nations. That doesn't mean I'm not growing. Oh, you're perfect. No, Christ is perfect. I don't care about myself. I didn't even care about myself when I was in sin and darkness. Even then I lived for other entities that were really evil spirits. Then I became a Christian. It's like, oh man. It's so easy to live for Christ because you're living for the truth. You're living for God and He loves you now instead of hatred. Instead of the devil's kingdom that's always in competition. This is like always encouraging. You're serving the one true God now. You're living for Him. You know, you're not living for yourself. This thing has never been about us. Who made it about you? The devil did. The devil wants your Christianity to be about you. That's religion. You're serving demons. This thing is not about you. If you are still even in there, you're not experiencing the real Christian life. People are so sensitive, and it's like, don't offend me, don't step on my toes, and it's like, what? Crucified with Christ. It's a bloody massacre. You know, you, you bring the cross right down like a stake, like Vladimir the Impaler, Dracula, and you just slaughter them right through their heads, down through their hearts, right through their genitalia with Christ. Because you really got to get the genitalia because he's a bunch of perverts in Babylon. You notice that? Amen. Oh my God. I'll be on Snapchat and be like, doesn't this person speak in tongues? What are they doing? I'm like, what are you doing? Is life that bad that you're just lusting all the time? I mean, are you that bewitched and that deceived? Is God that bad for you that you need to go to Satan for pleasure? I mean, these people are deceived up the kazoo. Up the kazoo. So we're going to have to crucify them with Christ because they're clueless. Being crucified with Christ fulfills every desire of the heart, every desire of the soul, and you're, you need nothing, and you have the answers for everything. Now, you'll deal with constant disobedience. Don't I mean, nearly all of you do the exact opposite that I ask you to do. I watch. Like, we'll ask you to do something, you'll be like, nope, hard my heart. I'll actually begin supporting the enemies of what you're talking about. I mean, that's the common reaction because you're a bunch of animals. When you're a bunch of obedient spirits, you actually get excited to do the word and not just hear the word. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Do the word and not just hear the word. Read the book of James. We need doers of the word. Oh my God. The people that do the word are the happiest people you've ever seen. You will not find a person more happy than the one who's obedient to the Holy Spirit in them, in their spirit. 
because they've been going from glory to glory. Some of these people for years and years and years. You know what glory is? Joy. The father said to his son, enter the joy or enter the glory. And then he was glorified when he entered the joy. You know how you can tell a person's walking in glory? Joy. No, you try to keep a straight face because, you know, we go in incognito. Jehovah ninja creeping while you're sleeping. You know, like, oh, he looks like a human being. Oh, suspicious joy. Gotta be drugs. Gotta be alcohol. Oh, he's laughing at me. I'm so insecure. And it's like, no, it's just heaven. It's just glory. It's just joy. We've entered the kingdom. What's the name of the child of promise? Isaac. Laughter. <laughs> Isaac means laughter. The son of faith. Faith gives birth to joy. Faith gives birth to laughter. I mean, how much joy do you, do you need? How much ecstasy? How much rapture? Is it a selfish thing? No, it's the armor of God because you're warring against the bewitched people serving Jezebel and thinking Jezebel's Jesus Christ. There's no way you can stand in the potent sorcery without the armor of love, joy, and peace, like the total armor of the ancient of days in the battle regalia of God. I mean, you think the kind of armor you need to stand in this potent sorcery is little thin tin armor, little leather armor? You have no idea. You gotta walk in the 31st, 32nd, 33rd year of Jesus Christ's armor of absolute perfection to his Father to even have mental clarity in this Babylon the Great system. The confusion is so bad, people are just gone. Gone in the soul. Gone in the mind. You've never seen confusion like this before in your life, especially over these politics. People going nuts over this November 6th. Especially, I'm not going to say it, but the Democrats. Holy Spirit. <laughs> and Republicans, you're not getting off the hook either. A lot of you are conservative demons. Because <laughs> it's not about politics. It's about Christ. Yeah, Christ is working through it. There is a transition period. Why? Because He's a God of order. He is. We're transitioning at an accelerated rate into the kingdom age. And yes, it is going on through the U.S. government. And it's going on through the state governments. It's going on through city governments. And it's actually beautiful. I love it because it's like you've had the devil working in the seat of Herod in communism, you know, and, and all these different governments. You've had them working in democracy. You've had them working in socialism. You've had them working in human governments. You've had Satan mostly involved in politics and a little bit in religion. A lot in religion also. The seed of Herod and the seed of Pharisees. But what people don't understand is that God's going to confound that wisdom. All these people involved are humans that have spirits. Now, everyone's a sinner saved by grace that's saved in the kingdom of heaven and has a testimony. So a lot of people, God's meeting them right where they're at. A lot of people involved in politics, a lot of people involved in really horrible sin, and God just appears in their spirit and just transforms them. And there's still all this old stuff that they're being accused of, all, but they're changed and they're transformed, just like you are changed and transformed. And people all bringing up their past, and a lot of these people have been transformed 
and people don't even realize it. A lot of people in politics getting transformed. It's true. I remember we had a brother that preached at the prayer breakfast in Washington, D.C. to all, the, all Congress. And he said, you'd be surprised how many politicians speak in tongues. People are like, oh, it's all Herod, it's all, Herod. It's all the devil. You'd be surprised how many people in U.S. politics shandravakinde every day. You got to. You got to because you're, you're dealing with a lot of evil. You're dealing with principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions and stirred to wickedness in high, heavenly, supernatural, ruling and reigning places. And when you start dealing with governments and you start dealing with nations, you start dealing with economies, you start dealing with the rulership and the dominion and the powers of the kingdom, and it's not just the kingdom of heaven, it's the kingdom of hell warring for dominion over souls, you really get into the thick of it. You get into the front lines of what it actually takes to stand. <laughs> Put on the full armor of God and stand. And having done all, take the sword the Spirit wields. Now what do you can do with that sword? Hey guys, I got a sword. Look at me, I know the Bible. I've memorized 2,000 scriptures. We're going to kill some stuff. You're going to really go into attack mode. Is there a limitation on how violent you get with the Word of God? I mean, the Lion of Judah, right? I mean, come on, somebody. You know, these people are so cowardly. These people have so little armor, so little warfare, so little rewards, so little strength and righteousness as bold as a lion, that when you pick up the sword that the Spirit wields, which is the Word of God, and you start using the sword to kill stuff in them, kill stuff in their hearts, circumcising hearts, just slaughtering people. Can you imagine King David with Goliath's sword? What's going to happen? How big is that sword? I mean, we don't even know. Seven feet long? I mean, you just, you just completely disintegrate your enemies. Good do. Aren't we supposed to love people? The sword of the Spirit is the love of God, you fool. <laughs> you backwards mark of a cane. The sword of the Spirit is the love of God. The circumcision of the heart is because He loves you and you're in the devil's kingdom. He's cutting out the devil the stones, the weeds, the birds, from your hearts. And Satan comes around like an angel of light, and you're like, oh, that stone, that's a good stone. <laughs> that black rock that fell from heaven that we walk around like zombies in Mecca, that's good. That's what he'll tell you. That's a good black stone. He'll say, oh, it's a white stone. He'll come as an angel of a white stone. Don't remove the white stone from my heart. That's a good religious stone. That's what will keep you a mark of Cain and a servant of the devil and an enemy of righteousness. Get every stone out of your heart, white and black, magic, good and bad, everything of this world, everything of the devil, everything that has the appearance and knowledge of good. Get it all out. I hope your hearts burn with fire to the point you think you're going to die. Because you're not. You're just starting to come alive. When I was new to the fire of God many years ago, all the time I felt like I was dying, like I was being deep fried in like a McDonald's deep fryer of oil, and I was a French fry. I mean, I watched my veins at times squiggle back and forth 
like my blood was curdling. I felt like my heart was going to explode hundreds of times. Oh, no, just the fire of God, just regular old metamorphosis, just being transfigured like a little worm that I am in my human nature. And now that my transfiguration of my heart and brain is like really deep into the glory and we're in butterfly mode for years, I am so thankful. But when you're a caterpillar dying in the fire of God, cocooned in glory, cocooned in anointing oil, you know, you're squirming like a worm. You're squirming and it's like, ah, God's killing me. God's the devil every day. What a mean dad. What a mean dad. And you start to get some metamorphosis. And like, oh, I love you, Father. And he makes you just like himself. He burns up all the crap in your hearts and brains that resists him. He burns up all that false light. He burns up all that cane. He burns up all the curse from your heart and brain. And he makes you just the same as he is. That's the love of the gospel. That's the eternal gospel. That's the metamorphosis of the Christian life. And that's what's come upon all creation from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We love you guys with an everlasting love. If you guys want to sow into that word and partner with Red Letter Ministries, donate at redletterman.com and magnify this ministry for the discipleship of nations. In the name of Jesus, amen. <laughs>